right, football is here. What's happening, you guys? It's uh, it's Thursday the 6th. Tonight is the first game of the NFL season. And uh, you're listening to the SSFFL's Helmet to Helmet podcast. I am your host, Connor Jones. And uh, as always, I'm here to publicly shame the people I have been winning money from the last couple of years. So uh, you can follow myself or the podcast on Twitter. Uh, that's uh, at Helmet to Helmet for the podcast number two in the middle there. Or at Rambler underscore Jones to follow me. Uh, and if you haven't already, go back and listen to our preseason episodes where I, uh, I took some smack talk to all the poor suckers who we have either kicked out or have watched hit the trails over the last couple of years. So this week, though... We cover the, uh, the shit show's draft and look forward to the beginning of the regular season. Uh, and we get to welcome one of the regular features of the regular season. I have regerts, which is going to be great fun. Uh, to kick it off, though, we got a little bit of housekeeping, uh, some small things. Yaren, if you are listening, uh, you have not paid late, uh, paid league fees, uh, I know that I made some idle threats previously to uh, move whoever didn't pay to the back. I was never really fulfilling those, never intent on it. Uh, plus, his punishment is he auto-drafted McKinnon in like the fifth or sixth round, so he has to deal with that. Uh, also, there have been schedule changes made due to uh, due to people being in different towns. I'll cover that at the end of the podcast here, but... Um, just double check, make sure I haven't done any triple matchups. Everyone should have two or fewer matchups, but at least one matchup with everybody else in the league, uh, which has totally screwed me up. I tried to look at all of these, so you gotta, you gotta let me know on that. Actually, to get back to Yara not paying his league fees, I will cover his league fees, uh, if he never pays them for our payout. Uh, because of course I'm, I'm a kind of benevolent leader and, uh, just make sure to say three hail Connors at the altar, uh, and pray to me this week. We'll jump right into it. We have a quick question here. Uh, it's from Jace. You guys really need to get on top of these cause I hate having to use Jace's. It gives him this complex as I'm sure, you know, uh, which rookie Jace asks other than Saquon Barkley is poised to break out this season. Saquon, of course, with the Giants. Um, that's an excellent question. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I was going to avoid going with my gut, going with a guy I drafted, but there's a reason I drafted him, and I think he's going to take over very quickly. And that's uh, rookie for Detroit. That's Carrion Johnson. Uh, I wish I had a drop for him. Uh, I'd be directly stealing from fantasy footballers at that point, but I I don't have a drop. He should be fantastic once he actually gets in in uh, first team. I also think Rashad Penny has a solid round. Uh, excuse me, a solid opportunity to make his rounds as number one for uh, Seattle. The problem being that Seattle has perennial injuries, so we'll see if if they even can keep any of the running backs healthy this year. And actually Royce Freeman has already been listed as number one for Detroit or excuse me for Denver, but he is absolutely, as long as they can commit to him, he is absolutely the number one on that team. 
best runner in, uh, by far. So I guess I will, uh, I will step out of the quick question and step into news to me, a little bit of a news conference here. You know why I'm here. So I'm here because this stuff is, uh, well, it's stuff you guys need to know. First of all, I doubt any one of you don't know this, but Lev Bell has not reported and he's actually lost. He's lost a lot of the faith of his teammates, including his O-line. So if you are not paying attention to that situation, I would not be surprised if even if he does return by week two, if his O-line lets him kind of get screwed a bit behind the line uh, on the first couple of uh, handoffs there. So watch that carefully. Chris Carson uh, is listed ahead of the aforementioned Rashad Penny as starter in Seattle. Uh, and this one sucks for some of you. Rex Burkhead, Dalvin Cook, and Josh Gordon are all likely on snap counts for week one. I know Josh Gordon is for certain. Rex Burkhead coming back from his leg injury and Dalvin Cook, obviously the season ending injury last year. Uh, they are likely snap counts. You can't count on them for full volume. I would, I would not. Um, whoever the tight end was for Miami is no longer. Uh, he suffered gosh i can't remember if it was a broken ankle or something uh he's out for the season so they have someone else who's not relevant uh and adrian peterson is rocking out in washington like it's 2009 he is the week one starter who knew uh all right well and moving on we uh we get to step right into what will become a regular segment here, aforementioned, I have regerts. So, uh, there, there's one that stands out to you guys. We all saw it. I've already talked about it. And, uh, Yaren earned his brown star this week for falling on that McKinnon grenade. Obviously, we drafted before McKinnon had a chance to adjust in ESPN rankings. So, he got auto-drafted. <laughs> Sorry, Yarn, but, you know, you also haven't paid league fees. And I don't even think you're listening to this, so you get a brown star. And uh, honorable mention for a brown star is uh, Christian. I mean, Christian's probably going to appear in this every uh, every single week, that is. And uh, what's it for? Well, it's for reaching for dumb shit way before it needed to happen, like Aaron Rodgers. And uh, unless I'm mistaken, you were the first one to grab a defense. I could be wrong. Uh, man, just never change, Christian. Never change. Um, yeah, mm, our next segment here is actually uh, we're stepping back into schooled. We pre uh, previewed that last week, got a little taste of it. Uh, for those who don't remember, I get to be a condescending teacher and show off a bit of my prowess and maybe you all can suck less as a result uh you know what you don't have to worry about me because i'm a hard ass and if a kid gets out of line i got no problem smacking him in the head so my smack in the head for y'all this week is uh about tinkering so obviously it's easy to double and triple guess your decision making especially when you have no history for the year uh 
as we do week one. But I was going to uh, clue you guys in on a little bit of what I do to help me stay out of my own head week one. And I just look at the matchups. I look at, you know, the two teams that are playing. Uh, I look at specifically the team of the player I, I'm contemplating and I say, okay, do I really think that Adam Thielen, Adam Thielen is going to have a worse week against the 49ers than anybody else on my bench against their respective matchups? Uh, and I, I just think with a brand new quarterback and a really, you know, middling defense for the 49ers, uh, that's going to be a high scoring game, at least on one side, uh, maybe both sides. That's the play I'd rather have. Um, another great example is y'all let me pick up James Connor and he is a much bigger play over Jay Ajayi because Jay Ajayi is Phillies against Atlanta, which is, you know, I think a top 10 D and then there's uh, James Conner, who's no Lev Bell, but they're playing Cincinnati, or excuse me, uh, Cleveland, rather. They're both crappy Ohio towns. Um, so it's, to me, that was a, that was a no-brainer. Uh, shame on you all for letting me have him, especially whoever is the Lev owner, who I believe is Yaren, so you don't listen to this, so you'll never know. But that's, that's my tip for tinkering. Uh, pay close attention to that, Nathan. Especially you, Nathan. All right, and moving out to uh, to psyched out. They don't like that. They don't like when you clown on them. No. So uh, so obviously, psyched out is a deliberate ploy. Uh, Y'all have to figure out if I'm telling you the truth. Or if I'm trying to get you to do something for me. So let's have a little fun, right? My advice this week, legitimate or not, buy low on Lev Bell. This is the week to do it. He's not showing up. His whole team hates him. If you think Lev Bell comes back, go buy low. Even the Bell owner is going to know that, though, so you need to make sure your offer makes sense. If you want to buy low on Love Bell, what you're going to have to do is look at that team that the other person has Love Bell in, and you say, holy crap, they have, I don't know, they, they picked up a tight end off of waivers. That's how bad their tight end is. You say, okay, I have Trey Burton. I have a good high-end RB2. Pair those for Bell. Two mediocre players are way worse than one top-of-the-line player. So even if you're giving up two for one, those two, those points at the end of the year could not possibly add up to the same. And even if they do, they're not going to be consistent like a Lev Bell would. So that's part one of, uh, of my questionable advice. Part two is... Uh, this week is not the week, in my opinion, to test out those starting running back takeover theories. Uh, I have already talked about Carrion Johnson. He was a beast all preseason. If you didn't watch him, go back and watch him. It was phenomenal. But he is not going to take over week one. He's not going to be the bell cow. They have Theo Riddick. 
they still think Amir Abdullah is worth more than, you know, anything. I still can't figure that one out. Uh, so just wait. Wait on players like Carrion. Wait on players like Rashad. Uh, start your studs. That goes for wide receivers as well. Wide receivers are easier to step into a bigger role. But I always caution, look at what John Ross did last year. You know, he was healthy for most of that before his major injury, and he still had only one play. So do not get caught up in that. But now uh, I'd like to step into a little bit of fun things here, and uh, I'd like to talk about a little bit of our uh, our draft. Well, not so much the draft as it is I want to draft you guys, my nine idiots in my league. I, uh, I figured, you know, I'm going to be running this podcast, it's public, and if I'm going to be publicly shaming you, I feel like the world needs to sort of know a little bit about each of you. So I'll be, I'll be getting a little bit of, a little bit of backstory as well as, um, well, you know, as well as my, uh, my thought process here on where, if you guys were to be replacement team owners, where I would draft you in terms of who I would want to run my fantasy team. So, uh, without further ado here, with the 101, the first pick in the replacing me fantasy football draft, I would have Austin Machado. <laughs> the uh, the didgery douchebag himself is a is a clear first rounder. I mean, let's be honest. When you're a, a championship caliber team like like my team always is, for for being honest, uh, you want somebody who's been there too. And even though I don't like saying it, Austin is a champion. So he may not be as good as me, but I would trust him to try and get my team back there. But with that in mind, a man who's never made it, would be going second overall here. I mean, not that there's that many options. We've had three years. There's only been two winners. Jace, Jace McDill. I would be taking you second. Why? <laughs> well, you have a good team every year. And that's due to, you know, draft prowess. You know what you're doing. But second, because you you are the love bell of our league, man. Like, we do not know... We do not know if you're going to be the team player and you're going to be cool with everything that happens or if you're just going to, like, freak out. So you are the kind of guy who might get, like, cut mid-season for cussing at his players, if you will. But, uh, you know, under Jace, you might have a good team, but you will piss people off all year. That's just, that's what it comes down to. But uh, in the third slot here, I'm seeing Michael Weatherhead. Why? Well, he's a rook, maybe. He's a rook to our league, but he's the kind of rook to our league where you know he's already played some years in the CFL, right? So he's prepared. But other than that, you know, he's an unknown quantity, got a lot of promise, and I like that he he communicates. That's like, that's a big bump right there. So third overall in our uh, fantasy owners draft here. Fourth, I'm going to put Nathan. 
Nathan is the kind of person who, uh, when you when you put him in charge of a team, you know that team is going to get a lot of attention. He's going to just sit there and agonize for hours, pouring over his lineup. And he will absolutely whine about it, too. But Nathan is always a threat to retire every offseason. The number of times that I have heard Nathan say he was out would actually scare the rest of you. In the fifth pick, I would take uh, Daniel Yost, the Yost with the most, a, uh, a solid contender, an absolutely solid contender, when he's able to uh, overcome his uh, homerus, his homerness, you know? Uh, I'm not talking Iliad or the Odyssey either. I'm saying even though the Broncos might be a good team here and there, they are not good for fantasy. Just remember that one, Buckaroo, all right? In the sixth slot, we have Christian. It's a bit of a chalky pick for the spot. Uh, Christian just always seems to have teams that if you go if you go position by position, they're crap. Absolutely horrible. But they add up to something bigger than themselves, which is really disappointing. Uh, that being said... Stupid luck cannot save you every time, so the shoe's going to drop. I think this year is the year that Christian comes in 7th or 8th. No offense, friend. Uh, with the 7th pick of 9, I'm going to put John Moosis. I would absolutely predict that he could kick our ass this year. Uh, he could kick our ass any year with the way he drafted, but... He could benefit from being able to talk with us. I, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, John, this is not pressure, but it makes trades happen easier. You get to shit talk when you whoop someone's ass. So second guess this uh, isolationism. Maybe maybe we could bring you under the wing. Sliding down to eighth is uh, is Marty. Marty Cohen in our league. He, uh, he could very well scream to the top, but man, I don't know enough about you to, to really have much of an insight here. I'm not, not trying to be rude. I just, I know you, uh, you come from the, the Jace coaching tree, if you will. So, uh, part of me worries if you won't be a little bit like him, if anything, uh, prove us wrong and you'll probably, we'll like you more than Jace. Just let us know. And coming in last, he has been shat on quite a bit this episode, but Yarn. Uh, here's my take on Yarn. Here's why he goes ninth overall in the num the list of people I would have run my team for me. That's because I'm not even sure this isn't just John running a second team under a fake name. I mean, even if it wasn't, I'm also not convinced it's not an AI experiment. I, I don't know. We'll find out over time how good Yarn is and if he's, you know secretly trying to capture our credit card information over the internet but a mckinnon in the fourth round or fifth round after an acl tear on like breaking news i'm gonna leave him at nine until i see otherwise <laughs> oh well we're just about wrapping up this episode but i have one small thing to get to in our contested catch section um for uh 
for those who haven't gone back and listened just yet, contested catches, of course. Me going back and fixing things where I wasn't actually wrong, but I'll make you guys feel better by saying I'm wrong. So, this week I'm definitely not wrong. I need to know, well in advance, if you intend to travel to areas where you're going to be able to see any of the rest of us. Uh, I like making the schedule work out so that if you are going to be in China week two, you can play the person you're seeing in China, Austin and Nathan. I know you guys told me about that way in advance, but I never got the official week, I don't believe. So I'm glad I got it now. Uh, you know, John and I will be seeing each other this weekend. That's why we're playing week one. And that makes it, uh, it just makes it fun. The way I look at it is if you get to sit with that person, you don't necessarily have to go out, have a bar, uh, a bar night watching football, but the, uh, the loser of that week's matchup should buy the winner a beer or a meal or, you know, a box of rubbers, whatever the person wants that's, you know, small, or whatever the person needs. Uh, it's just a friendly wager, a gentleman or a gentlewoman's wager. Uh, it it just, it adds that little, that little bit of extra fun, in my opinion. Like, why, why not give that opportunity? So, I know Jason, Marty, uh, y'all are obviously in the same spot we can make some marquee matchup happen. I think you already match up several times, so just make it happen when you guys match up. Uh, you know, there's a chance that Christian and I living on the same coast could absolutely link up. And if that is the case, I'll have to know several weeks in advance and make changes. But I need to know, I'm going to say at least two weeks in advance so that I'm not screwing people the week of. This week is the only week I would ever do that because we don't know how good other teams are or how things are shaken up. I don't want to screw people. Uh, so, also don't hesitate to post a selfie when you get to visit that person to our uh, our league chat. I think uh, I think it's a lot of fun to see when everybody gets together, and maybe next year we can work towards having more uh, all league events. So I'll, uh, I think I'm going to call it now. I hope you all are having a great week one. Don't forget NFL is tonight. It's going to be, uh, is it Eagles at Falcons? Falcons at Eagles? The two play. Who cares where? Uh, so watch your lineup. Move your uh, Thursday night people out of your flex position. Don't lock up the flex before the bulk of the game start and, uh, if you don't already, use SleeperBot for some alerts. I'd much rather play against people who are competitive and still whip your ass than play against people who are not able to find the door. So, anyway, been uh, been a great week, you guys, and game on.